Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I have this thing where I get older, but just never wiser. Midnight's become my afternoons. This is the Dirtbag Culture Hour. I'm TC Fleming here with Alex Stevens. He's filling in for Jordan Richardson. Alex, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, TC. We are listening to Taylor Swift. I know you are a fan. Did, did you have any reactions to the most recent album? That is Dirtbag Culture. Yes. Uh, well, uh, my big picture reaction is that I really do like to take my time and let these things settle in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go years before I listen to a new Taylor Swift album because I'm still spending my time with the older ones. I'm like that with a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I like Blonde is you know like all the other humans on the planet blonde's one of my favorite albums right and i'm full-on obsessive about it but i didn't listen to a second of it for the first three years interesting Interesting. it was one of those things where like i was like i just i know i'm gonna need to take my time with this i don't know if i have that time to give right now yeah okay yeah 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 exactly that's how i feel about taylor's albums not how i feel about blonde yeah i would say there is Blonde is not better than any album Taylor Swift has made, in my opinion. That if I'm keeping it a buck. I mean, I stridently disagree. I I, don't, I can't find the words to disagree strong enough. <laughs> I figured you would. You know, I wanted to trigger a little debate on the culture hour. I mean, you know, what can you say other than like I like this and you like that? You know, yeah. Like it's not like I can make a statistical case that uh, Blonde's a better album. True, true. You can't. I would reject it if you did. But I do <laughs> It'd like... It would be too strong a case. I you like just, it. Uh, you'd have no choice but to yeah. seed the point. I do notice when you go on Apple Music, Frank Ocean's top songs, most of them are not from Blonde. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, the general mass public gets wrong. True, but not Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but, so I think part of my my time lag was I got into her late. Okay. I got into her cause I worked with a lot of women who were into her. And so they talked about her when the albums would come out. Oh, did you listen to it? What songs do you like? So I would start checking them out. But then there was such a deep back catalog. This was around when she was becoming more of a pop artist, I would say. Yeah. Leaving the country behind. But I like the old country stuff too. It's a little juvenile compared to the, the modern day, of course. Although you do notice in the discourse, I don't know. I wonder what Taylor Swift's life is actually like because she seems to have settled down, at least in terms of her tabloid antics. <laughs> but she has so much to write about. And I think at times she said, yeah, it's called having an imagination. And at other times she said, it's from past experiences in my life, you know? I mean, because it's a tumultuous record as always but this one i think she said it's from midnights uh throughout her life history yeah it's certainly my you know i I haven't 
dove into it. And I, I'm I'm not an expert backwards and forwards on all of it, anyways. But uh, it, my impression was that it's a lot of reflecting back over things that have happened a while ago. Yeah, I don't think it's you know some of the other stuff. It's like, hey, guy broke up with me yesterday. I'd like to tell you about it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that's where we are. I think that's right, and I think you know she's circling in on what her topics are for her artistic life. I was just thinking about her life, and this is you know based on nothing. It's pure imagination, but it was it was uh, fun imagining the dude just living in New York, being super rich, having the coolest place, like just. Her house has to be like really, you just whatever you see. Like, you know, I I recently have uh, you seen you, the documentary? Yeah, but I don't remember it. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's basically what you're describing. Uh, Pretty opulent I, settings. Yeah, and it just uh, like it's it must be just so. <laughs> it's just like be around cool stuff and cool people all the time. Just having the best time. Just really finding things that fulfill you, and then every once in a while being like, you know what. I am an incredibly gifted musician. I got a couple ditties that have been ro- rolling around in my head. What if yeah. I just strolled down to the studio, popped a couple of those, and changed all of the, you know, what America's talking about? Yeah, yeah. What a life. I mean, yeah, that scene in the documentary was incredible. I think she's pretty disciplined as a songwriter, but they there's stagecraft, even though it's a documentary. So yeah. it does make it seem like she just bops in, and she's got a couple demos that she's strummed out. And then she just has the most talented producers the history of music has ever produced to just instantly turn it into a full-fledged anthem. That's got to be a pretty good feeling. Yeah. Pretty good. And then the guy from My Chemical Romance comes in and nails a hook in one take. And then you just go home. Just thinking about her, because, you know, she, I, the first time I heard about her was the the Rolling Stone cover whenever I think she was 16. Something okay, I like don't that. remember that. I was in college. <laughs> God, this is so dumb. I can't believe I'm going to admit to this on air. Uh, a somewhat attractive uh, woman showed up to my, like, was selling magazine subscriptions. <laughs> and I was in college, so I just didn't know how to say no. I was in college. I had no, like, I don't need to be As buying a, magazine it's subscriptions. It's a legion man. I'm quite literate. <laughs> Like I just, I, I like I had so little money. Why am I spending any of it on a monthly Rolling Stone? Well, probably you went to a Catholic university. They probably didn't get Rolling Stone in the college library. No, this is the uh, the short period in time where I transferred to UNT. Oh, then the, yeah, no so I was excuse. Just, I was just in an apartment in Denton. Oh yeah, just yeah. Uh, waiting to be you know. You didn't uh, need Rolling Stone. Preyed upon by door to door saleswomen. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, so I was just like, uh, yeah, sign me up. So yeah. I, was, I had a subscription to Rolling Stone <laughs> sent to my little crappy apartment. And it did come. It was like I, a real it, subscription. It was three months before it showed up. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was like. That was normal back then. It's though, cool that that lady took my money. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. whenever it did show up, I was like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I think there was a, a pretty normal lag time. The systems weren't perfect back then. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's probably better if you just sign up the normal way. Yeah. I got a subscription to WWF magazine when I was eight. Hell yeah. And it was months. It was my parents had to call them because I got it for my birthday, mm-hmm. which is in August. And mm-hmm. I I didn't get the Survivor Series issue, dude. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, okay. So the Rolling Stone article. Yeah. So she was on the cover. Uh, I, I 
fairly confident she wasn't 18 yet. Okay. Um, just, you know, it was a very, it was a high school age person. Okay. And uh, so I, I, you know, that just that image of her is very like, it's, it's in my imagination, you know, just like, so I'm just thinking about her as that person being like, uh, what if okay. I determined the, you know, like how much of American culture like is, has her fingerprints on it to some extent, you know, it's pretty well short of all of it, but it's a lot more than none of it. Sure. Yeah. And just, I don't know, you know, uh, I've had grandiose visions of who I am and what sort of Tom Cruise that I could become. Yeah. And so thinking about the people who have actually gone and done it, it's, it's inspiring. It's wonderful. I love the energy of yeah. like, you know, uh, just getting going, just imagining being 16 year old Taylor Swift of like, cause how many 16 year olds are like, I have some beautiful songs in me and yeah. I can't wait till the world hears them. Right. And That's it's gonna, crazy. It's going to do it. You know, the, boy, people are going to talk about it before it happened, before I showed up and after I showed up. That's the schism and fuck excuse me <laughs> in, in freaking culture um and uh she's right like like five people a generation are right yeah and the, the experience for them must be like nothing else yeah it's got to be incredible i wonder yeah you think it must be so i was you heard me saying it it's got to be incredible but then i wonder if the traits that get you there allow you to take much satisfaction when you're there seems like not you know <laughs> a lot of them don't seem like they're like i got everything i wanted and it was everything i wanted yeah no I, one ever seems to say that i'm one of the uh you know the except new, for dane cook the dane cook is living a good life it seems mm, too good he seems like or the plastic surgery just makes him seem like he's smiling <laughs> 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 i can't tell <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm worried about him. I think he's flying too close to the sun. Yeah. Is he he's got the new girlfriend. I know that people wife. It's wife. Yeah, I was gonna say it would be he, great if it were the marry new her. girlfriend. Oh, you think it's problematic that he married her? I usually think when people are upset. I think about that whenever it, she was a new girlfriend, she was seventeen. The the oh, uh, okay. documentation on that's yeah, I don't like it. It See, doesn't seem good to me. I'm finding this out in real time. Yeah, no, I, I got a little worked up about this. Whenever J Jordan and I uh, took a trip to Los Angeles, we might have gone by Dane's house. Whoa, okay. Just to check on. Cause the, Just to let him know. There was some internet obsessives <laughs> that were going on about this. Not you. <laughs> Not me. No, I just read them. I just, I'm just tailing off their work. Okay. okay. Uh, and they were documenting not only her, a number of women. He hosts a weekly party oh where they play mafia you know the card game mafia uh it's i get i'll take your word for it. I it's guess, not yeah, really sure. a card game it's it's kind of an acting game yeah this is the kind of thing i stay away from and so but. he and seth green and a bunch oh, of their boy. contemporaries okay just have these you know weekly mafia meetups mafia night at dane's <sighs> house game night at dane's house yeah and the internet obsessives were just documenting women who were there that were like it was whenever it came out that the that so they they're were, hating from outside the club they're they're hating from outside the mafia party definitely <laughs> okay, okay but uh, you know sometimes the haters occasionally have points oh for sure for sure for and sure. uh i i don't know i'm i i'm praying for them yeah mm, that's no good 
And uh, but I did I did just want to kind of understand the energy for myself of these mafia parties. Okay, because it's not like it's Dane with thirty teenagers. Right. Okay. It's, it's more intimate gathering. Once a month, there's one girl who like might just be hanging out. Okay. But like she is sixteen. Really. Okay. But then Dane eventually marries one of them whenever she's 23 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he, there's a very, another thing that they're highlighting is problematic. So wait, is it just one girl coming to the mafia parties or a bunch of them? At the parties, it'll be just like one at a time. But it's like a, a set of girls. Who you know, else it's like is five going or to the, six How many people are, have been do seen you need to parties. play mafia? I mean, he's got like 20 people, 30 people at these parties. Okay. And so there's 30 people, most of them adults. So, I've got like no questions about. Seth Green and 28 girls? No, you know, it's a decent makeup guy, girl. Okay, 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 okay. You know, Seth brings his wife. Seth's married. Okay, so is they. His, his wife, well, now. Yeah. But not, this got is it, all looking yeah, back. Yeah, okay, okay. They're looking at the time, they're looking at social media posts made around when the woman that he eventually married shows up. Got it, got it, okay. And okay. so at this time, she's 17, and she's in these pictures. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And then the first time that like Dane liked one of her posts is like the day after the 18th birthday. Wow. Okay. Which kind of seems like he knew that he couldn't yeah, before, my, but he'd really been wanting to. Yeah. My first thought is, wow, the internet obsessives are crazy for fi like knowing that and figuring that out. But Definitely. then immediately the second thought what's is, what's going on in their they lives? Are Yes, <laughs> but then also what's going on in Dane's life, that is quite a coincidence. Uh, yeah, very interesting. I mean, normally you heard me going there. I was actually talking about it this weekend. I also watched the, I keep calling it Don't Worry Baby, but it's Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. The Olivia Wilde movie. And, you know, Florence Pugh's in that, mm -hmm. young, young woman. Mm -hmm. And she was with Zach Braff for yeah. a while old man i don't know how to feel about that well i you know i didn't know much about it but my wife said uh i think I, I said she's pretty watching it and my wife made some comment of oh she's single now maybe you should go talk to her you know that, that kind <laughs> of. <laughs> and uh so that got us started talking and so they did break up but they were together like five years yeah and that makes me feel better about it um versus I mean, just uh dane's been around for a while now with this this yeah this woman yeah but so i don't think uh zach and florence i don't think she was 17 when they got together so that that changes things a little bit although I'll, I'm, I'm not saying the law should dictate the law should be the floor uh not the ceiling am i saying that expression right i think so in other words what i was about to say is you will be surprised from time to time again you don't want to be a guy who knows age of consent laws ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but whenever I hear them and they're not 18, I'm always like, oh, okay. That's how they do it over there. You know? Yeah. So 17 is for sure the age of consent in states in the United States. I, it may be in Texas. Yeah. I don't know. I, it just. Yeah, exactly. It's, but it's like. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Like I, I, I do feel there's definitely a part of me that says Full, like says loudly in my head this is none of my business i do not understand what these relationships yeah, yeah. are like and so we're, i we're it, cultural commentators obviously. it's crazy of me to think that like i know what's good for these people it's it's dangerous 
whenever yeah. you start thinking that you know what's good for someone else that you've never met right like that's i don't want to go too far down that path but there's another part that's equally loud if not louder that's like it doesn't seem good right right and yeah it's like taxes whatever you change there's always going to be a group that has to pay more that's going to be harmed by that change or at some kind of policy mm -hmm. so i guess in theory maybe what you're saying is there's a 17 year old out there for whom a relationship with dane cook would just be the level up of their life and it would be a good thing for them but the odds of that being true for any particular 17-year-old are so low that we're just comfortable saying you just don't, you have to live not as good a life, hypothetical 17-year-old that would benefit from Dan Cook's attention because the rest of yeah, them would not. Yeah, no, no, You know, if they'd so. benefit from Dane's attention, then <laughs> how great would it be to find a supportive boyfriend that's around your age? Yeah, but are they going to go for that if what they're actually drawn to is... 55 year old dan cook yeah i don't know it's and i guess i wish that some other things had happened differently yeah exactly i guess exactly. before then exactly i would guess exactly and that's hereditary <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but we uh we were talking in the last segment uh just had, had been flipping through movies we've seen recently hit top gun maverick talking about tom cruise in general right and i had recently come across a tom cruise fact that i haven't been able to escape from my mind I was listening to uh, the podcast War Mode, which you are familiar with. No uh, comment. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, if anyone's ever heard of Matt and Shane's secret podcast, which was briefly in the news a couple years ago because Shane Gills was hired by Saturday Night Live and then fired by Saturday Night Live for some very wrong comments that he made. Yes. Uh, it's uh, of Matt and Shane. Matt's little brother does a show. I guess none of this is essential to the story, but they I was listening to Matt and Shane on with them and they were talking about, they briefly mentioned the fact, which I had to look up, wanted to make sure that this was true. I would never want to tell the dirtbags bad information. Right. Um, that uh, Christian Bale's character in American Psycho is based off of watching a Tom Cruise interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, and I, yeah, that makes I a looked lot of up sense. the anecdote, and one of the screenwriters of American Psycho 100% said that at one point. Really? Uh, then people tracked down, believe it or not, I, I think that the, the screenwriter said that it was a Letterman interview specifically. Okay. And then people looked up when has Tom Cruise ever been on Letterman? He'd only made one appearance before American Psycho came out. Uh -huh. It was in 88. And I, I watched it today. Yeah. Just seeing how much Patrick Bateman I could <laughs> glean yeah. out of it. And it's not overwhelming. Honestly, he gets more Patrick Bateman after 88. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's there. And just the, the like, smiling, but, like, the smile, like, just the, the vast nothingness of the smile. For sure. Yeah, the emptiness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's something. Is it like white, a, a blinding white light that is the absence of all color or all of the colors? Feels you like the know. absence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's like, he has a sharky quality, yeah. I would say. And it's, it's so weird to, to have eyes that are both kind of dead, but also gleaming. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh it's just such an interesting guy you do feel like you're in I'm, i've never been in the room with tom cruise but i felt like it because i watch movies in a darkened garage on a huge you know wall screen uh -huh. so when i'm watching magnolia it does feel like you're face to face with tom cruise 
And it does feel like another species or like an, an alien in a human yeah. kind of, but you're like impressed with the alien. Yeah. He's yeah, doing yeah. a great job. I, there's some things that are off, but I don't know. The, the level of energy, his energy level is just so high. He, he really does seem, if you came across him, a guy like that as a, a prehistorical man, if you're just a regular guy, you go out, you, you hunt, you gather your berries or whatever, and you came across a guy like that, you would think he does talk to the gods. You would, you would ask him questions about what do you know that I don't? Like, why are you so infused Definitely. with this energy? At the very least, it's <clears throat> apparent to you in any circumstance that he's different than you are. Yeah. And he, it, it's helping him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. He's just such an impressive guy. Yeah, no, I, I mentioned in the previous segment, but I'll, I'll uh, you know, reset. There's a, a video on YouTube that was leaked of him accepting a Scientology honor. It's uh, their Medal of Valor. If you just type that into YouTube, it'll come up. And he's, it's so apparent, like, that. that's a time whenever he's, he's comfortable, he's with his people, like, you know, it's, it's, it's all people who agree about Xenu with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He, he can be himself now. And to watch him try to convey emotion, like, I, I don't know, like he's one of the great actors of our time. So saying that he's trying to convey emotion, like he can convey emotion better than I can, obviously, like under True. any objective measure. But like whenever you're watching, like there is just something, it's, you describe it perfectly. <laughs> like it's this very impressive alien yeah. being like, and the, the specific things that he says, I just, I can't get up. The, he's basically like, this is this is the time, people. You're, you're going to remember forever what you did now. Is that what's on your Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my Twitter bio. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always wondered what that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a, a transcript of Tom Cruise's acceptance speech. Um, but, yeah, Tom's an interesting guy. Uh, we've got a couple other interesting guys. I don't even know what your list of interesting celebrity guys is, but uh, I think we'd like to, to discuss it next. Does that sound good to you? Sure. That's uh, that's what we're doing on the Dirtbag Culture Hour on 97.1. The Freak, America's best radio station, top number one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.